Good day and welcome to Follow Spot. Every week we will speak with an alumni of the NYU Tisch Graduate Musical Theatre Writing Program. I'm your host, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. Before we begin, we want to thank the show's sponsors, 35th Parallel Productions and Musical Theatre Radio. Today we are speaking with graduates of Cycle 30, Yuriko Shibata and Andrew Strano. Andrew, Yuri, welcome to the show. Uh, let's learn a little bit about yourself. Yuri, why don't we start with you? Okay, my name is Yuriko Shibata. I am a music composer, arranger, pianist, and music director coming from Tokyo, Japan, and living and working in New York City. I just got, uh, I got a Bachelor of Music in Music Composition for Film and TV from Tokyo College of Music, and I have just obtained a Master of Fine Arts degree in Musical Theater Writing Program from the NYU Tisch. One of my recent um, achievements was that I directed music for the film Jesus, which was announced to be the winner of the San Sebastian International Film Festival. I also played my song Mary Posters at the Rattlestick uh, Playwright Theater in NYC. And my other song, Gay Icon, was featured in the same Rattlestick Playlight Theater and also Lincoln Center Broadway's Future Songwriter Songbook Series. Wonderful. Andrew, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I mean, Yuri and I are both immigrants here in the US. I, uh, I grew up in Australia in a small town called Wagga Wagga. Uh, it, it's mostly known for being about halfway between Melbourne and Sydney, which might be towns you've heard of. Um, it's, it's a beautiful little spot. We had an unusually active art scene and they've got a wonderful theatre there that have been really supportive. Um, so I, I grew up there. I moved down to Melbourne and I, I came to writing through being a performer. I think some of us come through like prose writing, some of us come through uh, performance, some of us come through maybe just directly wanting to write for the theatre, but I, I found my way there through, you know, performance. Um, and it wasn't until... Uh, you sort of, I'd have been putting together cabaret shows and that kind of thing. And I sort of thought, you know, I'd, I'd really love to start writing my own songs. And I wrote a show called Nailed It with my friend Lachlan. We toured it all over the world, Edinburgh Fringe, Sell Out, that sort of stuff. It was, it was a very good time. Um, we won some awards. I went and did a Masters of Writing at the Victorian College of the Arts, uh, which is in Melbourne as well, uh, which led to some commissions. I, I did the Jeannie Pratt Artist in Residence um, program at Monash University with a good friend of mine, Lucy. Um, and that led to uh, my wanting to attend NYU, come to here to study at Tisch, which I was lucky enough to be a Fulbright scholar in, in order to attend there. Um, since then, I've had some work off Broadway. I had a, a small show called Star Song go up at Rattlestick Playwrights Theatre. Uh, I had a song selected for the Lincoln Center um, Future Broadway songbook um, as well. And uh, Yuri and I are really excited because Skin has received an artist core grant from New York City and we're going to be putting up a concert in October. Well, let's talk about your latest project, Skin. Uh, if you could give us a little synopsis of the show and maybe what made you want to write it in the first place. Of course. So... Skin, uh, it's a contemporary musical. It's for six actors. It's set in Geraldton, which is a little town on the coast of Western Australia. It's where I was born. It's where my dad was born. It's about five hours north of Perth, if you have any kind of uh, geographical reference for that. Um, it, what we wanted to do was take a bit of an elemental, impressionistic examination of the nature of entanglement in people and... Uh, I guess like the the damage that keeping secrets can do. So we've got 
um, Kath, her husband, Ed, and their adult child, Shiv, who's non-binary as I am. Um, and they're cleaning out Kath and Ed's old house. And, and the idea is that through that time, they find some, they find some uh, objects, like some photographs and that kind of thing, which spark memories in Kath uh, and also reveal the, some, some secrets that have been kept um, from Shiv, from Kath, from Ed. Um, because 25 years ago, Kath, Ed and Heather were best friends until Kath and Heather fell for each other. They got really tangled in one another. And, you know, so tangled that they kind of lose where one ends and the other begins. So that when they when they are separated, the the pain of that really tears parts of Kath away. Um, and so she runs to Ed and then that leads to the relationship they have now. But all of this has been hidden from Kath's queer child who grew up thinking that they were alone in this. And that's that's a real sort of betrayal, I, I guess. And, and that pushes them, that sort of discovery of that perceived betrayal pushes them to become more and more honest with each other as the show goes on, as we come back and forth from memory to, to the present day. So uh, we're telling this story because we want to tell how damaging it is when people aren't honest about who they are with themselves and the people they care about. Living as less than your whole self can drive a wedge between you and your loved ones. And the process of allowing yourself to be vulnerable again by breaking down those barriers can be incredibly painful. Yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, I think thinking about that kind of relationship I mean, you know, we, we, any of us in therapy have talked about attachment theory and there's, uh, there's that, that uh, idea of like, are you avoidant or are you um, insecure or are you secure, like, a, like an anxious, insecure attachment or are you secure? And I think that what we really were looking at here is the way that like that insecurity can drive you closer, but that's not necessarily healthy. And also that when you suffer a loss, it can turn you into someone who is more avoidant. It can make you someone who is like, who holds themselves tight to their chest, who isn't vulnerable, who isn't able to be open with the people around them. And how damaging that can be in turn, something that you've done to protect yourself can actually, can damage you in a different way. And, and so I, I guess what, what we're calling for in, in people or what we hope for for ourselves, certainly I hope for myself, is that I can remain vulnerable um, that I can, you know, through the losses that we suffer in our lives, that I can still remain open to other people. And, and that's what we, we hope and what we, what we are experimenting with and playing with as writers, I think, in this piece. Why don't we listen to one of the songs from Skin? Uh, the song Fire. A Andrew, could you tell us where it fits in the show? I, I can, I can. It is in many ways uh, for, story, for story structure nerds an inciting incident. Um, it's where Shiv, uh, the adult child of Ed and Kath, discover some photos of Kath and Heather, um, you know, where it's, it's clear, not, not like explicit, but it's clear in the way that they are in these photos that they're close, closer than just friends. Um, and this strikes Shiv so clearly, um, you know, we learn to, to see these things in other people. And in that, Shiv realizes this whole facet of their mother that that they hadn't been aware of, and that it really, like, it really. I mean, as the song will hopefully, if we've done our job right, will will demonstrate is how much that that can that can hurt to to realize that something's been kept from you, especially when it's something that you went through yourself 
and would have loved more support for. This is a song Fire from the musical Skin on Follow Spot. that you're sharing, the dress that you're wearing when you're in the background, the way that you stare, her hand on your shoulder the way that you hold her, with every picture you get a bit bolder I can't mistake it, there's no way to fake it, look at the photos, it's easy to see simple as this mom, here in a kiss mom, you're just like me there's a fire that burns inside of you and that fire inside me too all these years you made sure to cover each spark and you hid hid your candle in the dark why wouldn't you say mom why hide it away mom why live in a role that you've chosen to play I wish you had shown it cause if I had known it I wouldn't have prayed every day I'd outgrown it I wish you had told me and got down to hold me The night that you found me in tears on the floor But you didn't dare mom Do you even care mom? Cause I need more There's a fire that burns inside of me There's a fire I wish you'd try to see Welcome back to Fall Spot. We are speaking with Yuri and Andrew, the creators of the musical Skin. I understand the show is based on a myth. Uh, how did it influence the creation of the show? That's, uh, that's a very good question. Um, so, the, yeah, this, this piece is based on a myth. It's based on the myth of the Selkie, which is a Celtic myth, but it's one that's present in, in a lot of... Um, just in a lot of cultures where there were a lot of seals around essentially uh, so you've got some like in the northern reaches of canada for the the inuit population there and the first nations people in that in that uh, area as well but um for all intents and purposes the celtic myth is where we drew the the bulk of the inspiration essentially it's a the, there's a mythical creature called the selkie which is sort of like a mermaid but they have they, they're either a seal or a person and they have this magical skin that they can take off 
and then they're they're a human and they put it back on they're a seal and so it's it's a huge part of their identity um the the Cliff's Notes version of the version of this myth, because some of them are just like bodice rippers. The, the, you know, someone hot comes out of the sea and takes you away and has their way with you. Um, but in one version of the story, there's a fisherman who finds, who has a horrible day at sea. He comes back, finds a seal skin on the ground um, and is like, oh, well, at least I can sell this. Puts it in his pack, meets a beautiful woman. Um, they fall for each other. He realizes that she's a selkie and that this is her skin. Um, when she says she needs to leave and she lets him into her secret about that. He doesn't reveal that he has the skin because he's worried that if he gives it back to her, she'll leave and be gone forever. And so he hides it. Um, years later, they have a child. The child discovers that skin in the chimney and says, mom, what's this? And the, their mother, the selfie says, uh, that's my skin. And she leaves and she never speaks with the, the fisherman again. Um, so this was like a really interesting uh you know, it's a it's a coat hanger for us to hang the the coat of this show on. It's it was a really lovely structure to keep coming back to. What we've done is take the mythic element out of it um, so that it is real. But we've thought about if Heather, the ex lover, is the skin that is hidden, um, then Shiv discovering that skin can start to unpack this lie that this lie that Ed has told to unpack the fact that. This has been concealed from Shiv this entire time. Uh, and that short period at the end of the myth is actually the bulk of where the story takes place in terms of the dramatic action. And we we go back from there back to the past and we, we oscillate between the two through that. And it, it was a really interesting way to, um, like a, it was a wonderful compass to have in telling this story to be able to return to that myth and and help it, it, help it have it help us be pointed in the right direction as to where to go next i think this is a good spot to take a listen to another song uh yuri could you tell us how the song holy water fits into the show sure um holy water is one of the first times that the past and the present meet with present day cast singing a duet with heather it is also one of the first times that cast is really honest with sib Sib asks Cass about our relationship with Heather in the past and Cass tells her how it felt to be with her. That is what we wanted to capture. From the musical Skin, this is Holy Water on Follow Spot. Warm sun, water press between us. She touched my neck, arms wrapped around me. The seaweed tangled in between her legs. And with her lips, she changed the water. Made it something more. She made it whole.
believe she'd want an idiot like me, but she made me feel like we were sharing skin. We are speaking with the creators of the musical Skin on Follow Spot. Yuri, as the composer, uh, what inspired the musical style of the show? Okay, what inspired me to write about the subject in music is that the score has the impressionistic style overall. I was very inspired by nature as well. For example, the sense of the ocean, fire, ground, and air. I think the ocean has different faces and colors depending on when it's sunrise, sunset, morning, night, and whether it's calm or stormy. Every time we wrote a song, we discussed the setting of the nature deeply because the, 
that really affects our songs. Our musical really digs into each, uh, each character's relationships and emotions. So you can hear each character's emotions and the sense of nature at the same time in our songs. Let's listen to one more song. Uh, Andrew, please tell us a little bit about uh, Come With Me. Yes. So we've heard now from Shiv, we've heard from Kath and Heather, and we're going to hear from Ed when he was younger. Um, and this song, uh, Come With Me, I mean, it's something that I deeply identify with having grown up in a small town in Australia. Um, Ed just wants to get out, you know, he's just keen to get out and he wants Kath and Heather, his two best friends in the world, to come with him. He, and it, that's essentially what he's trying to go for. I think it's it's also important in our story because it sets up a contrast. Part of what we're doing and part of the reason for having the past and the present is to see the way that these events have changed people. And so we this song is about showing Ed in all of his vigor and drive and anger and excitement uh, because the, the Ed that we see 25 years in the future is someone who has just really decided to put someone else first and has let go of some of his own passions. So this is about creating a contrast. But it's, it's also about, it really is something that like truly I do identify with. This is Come With Me from the musical Skin on Follow Spot. sick of drifting I'm not who I want to be every time the tide goes out it takes another piece of me I'm bored because this place is boring traps me in the role I play just another fisherman who's forced to face another day I want to build my life on rock foundation I want a life on solid ground come with me on solid ground You hate it here so much I'm angry cause it makes me angry Living in this one horse town I can see the way it took My family and I dragged them down I work but every day I'm working Something deep inside me screams Cause I'm sick of working hard On building someone else's dreams I wanna sweat but for a reason I wanna build a life that's mine Oh, come with me Solid ground. Michael, good for us. Why do you want to go so bad? You know. You know. I don't want my kids to see me the way I see my dad. I won't be that poor old bastard. 
living washed away and sad Cause I've got the guts to leave this place Yeah, I've got the heart to know I can't stay here any longer Come with me when I go Come with me On solid ground Come with me Just as the rain Come with me We are speaking with Yuri and Andrew, the creators of the musical Skin. The show is some difficult subject matter, suicide and loss. How did you tackle these sensitive matters? That's a great question. The, the, in terms of the, yeah, I mean, when you're talking about suicide, it can't be flippant. It can't be something that you're just doing for shock value and it can't be something that you're doing irresponsibly. Uh, there's Australia has recently released some wonderful guidelines about how to work with this that they they don't necessarily want the act depicted um, and they do want you to talk about the aftermath and really our show is about the aftermath it's about the way that this affects people it's a very real issue I mean it's a real issue everywhere in the world uh, in Australia it's particularly present um, we are the eighth highest rate in the world uh, and it's also the it's you know it also affects it's the highest English speaking nations rate as well, but it affects young people. It affects people in their middle age, it affects old people. It's like, it's, it's something that really affects everyone. But the, the thing that isn't talked about enough perhaps is how it affects people who are left behind. Um, and so when we chose to, when we chose to deal with this, we wanted to look at the way that that loss can close people up. And that's, you know, the loss that Kat suffers in this piece. And Ed changes the way that they function together, the way that they they work, or the way that they, and me thinking as a playwright saying work together, meaning the way that I can, you know, work with them. But I mean, the way that they, like, operate as humans is fundamentally changed. They uh, They become more closed because grief can close you up. Um, because remaining vulnerable to something of that magnitude is, is very difficult. Uh, it takes a lot of strength, actually, uh, to get through that in a way that, that helps you remain open to, to other people. And it's, I do think as well, like, the, the important thing is that, like, denial of that emotion means that you can't process that emotion. And it, it's the processing of that emotion that, that's important to you being able to live your life. We, we, rather than being stuck 25 years ago, you have to shed that skin um, and, and allow yourself to, you know, like 
like the fresh new skin of a baby. You've got to be vulnerable and, and feel, you, you, it will be hard to feel the hurts, but you have to feel them. Otherwise you can, you can, you can't be connected to the people around you. Like Kath's relationship with Shiv particularly, I think has suffers in our piece. She's shown to suffer from the way that Kath has closed herself off and in opening herself back up again and admitting the the hurt of the past it opens the possibility for a new relationship with their child which i, I think is the, i guess it's the point we hope we're making you know is that vulnerability is important even in the face of these even in the face of these like completely tragic and horrible deaths that, that vulnerability remains pretty imperative so what's next for skin and where do you envision this show going from here? Yuri, would you like to take this one, talk about the concert? Yeah, um, so we, we got the grant from NIFA recently, and we're having uh, the little concert where we can share our songs from the show, and we're pretty excited for that. Yeah, we're also, I mean, as, as with any new musical, we're submitting to different, uh, you know, workshop opportunities and that sort of thing. But of course, rather than just doing that here in the US, in, in New York, which is something that we would love to do, and all over, anywhere in the US, of course. I mean, if you have a theatre company that's interested, please get in touch. But um, as well as that, we're looking at different spaces in Australia. Really, it's a chamber musical. It's, it's designed intentionally to be something that's achievable for a smaller theatre company. Um, we would love to see this going up in spaces that are more regional and we'll build towards, I think, at some point, uh, getting it to the point where an off-Broadway run would be the ideal home for Skin. Thank you so much, Yuriko and Andrew, for joining us today and telling us a little bit about Skin. Thank you so much for having us. And it was great to talk about the show deeply with you guys. And I am so grateful for this opportunity to share our show and songs. Thank you. I mean, Yuri said it, it's, it's like, it's our pleasure. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to share this music. It's really, it means a lot to us. And so it's really wonderful to have the opportunity to share it with yourself um, and also with your listeners. It's, I think it's a really wonderful thing that you're doing for musical theater writers. And, and I feel very lucky that we could be a part of it. That's all for today's episode of Fall Spot. We want to thank our sponsors, Musical Theatre Radio and 35th Parallel Productions, and of course, NYU's Tisch Graduate Musical Theatre Writing Program. I'm Jean-Paul Yovanoff, and please continue to support new creators and their works, because today's new musical might just be tomorrow's Broadway hit. <laughs>